to Leadership in Crisis podcast. And then I'll start this. The restaurant industry has seen some of the most notable changes caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Dining rooms are closed to customers. Carry out and delivery are the new normal. Some businesses have been forced to close their doors. But thanks to Pfizer and Moderna for getting vaccine to COVID-19, and I'm sure this will improve the status of restaurant industry. I know many of you are pondering on the same thoughts on this industry and I've been seeing so many challenges going on in the social media to support the local business and the local restaurants. So let us dive in to learn some new innovative ideas from my good friend and CIO from restaurant industry, how he redefined the industry. This is your host Swami Sri Paramadur and you're listening to Leadership in Crisis. And we have invited a very special guest, my good friend, Phil Crawford. Phil Crawford brings more than 20 years of experience to the role of CTO and CIO. Recently, he joined in CKE Restaurants as CTO and lead CKE's informational technology and built a technology roadmap to transform the company into a technology-forward, data-driven organization that exceeds consumers' evolving expectations. He previously worked for Godiva Chocolate Inc., where he served as Global Chief Technology Officer. Prior to that, he served as Chief Information Officer, Head of Technology for Shake Shack. I know he comes with so much uh, rich experience from the restaurant industry. So welcome to the show, Phil. Thanks, Swami. Thanks for having me. It's good to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. So I know you recently did a transition to CKE. So before going to CKE, I want to capture the moments and then I want you to share some knowledge and how you have uh, reacted to this COVID-19 when you were with your Godiva. How was your immediate reaction? How did you guys cope up with it? So can you give a little bit more on that? Sure. So Godiva at that time, um, we kind of saw this coming in a little bit of a ways because we're a worldwide organization. and We had a large business actually in China where we saw the first wave of the pandemic hit. And in doing so, like many companies, we had to make these radical adjustments in a very short amount of time especially it started sweeping across the world and eventually hit the United States, in some ways more dramatically here in the States versus other countries. And doing so, we had to take our long-term strategy plans, which may have been a year to two years out, and really try to compress them down between the 45, 60, and 90 days in order to really start doing some of the unlocks, especially as you mentioned with restaurant closings. And Godiva actually had retail and restaurants. A lot of folks didn't know that. So with the fact that we had to shut them down, we had to offer alternative ways for folks to get our amazing products. We all know the e-commerce boom took off. You could buy everything online. So that part of our business, like most others, took off. Mm-hmm. The other facet though was, how do we start, how do we ex- expand our network technologically by introducing delivery, an app, you know, uh, off-premise. And so we had to stand up all these technological solutions in a very rapid amount of time Um, with core functionality in order to exceed the consumer experience because of the different dynamic changes that had happened because of the pandemic and COVID, you know, and a lot of stuff that a lot of restaurant groups are very similar, what we had to do as well. So you had to really become in an agile format in order to, to exceed that, you know, expectation, but more importantly, just try to survive. 
<laughs> survival is the main mantra right so uh, i'm i'm glad to see you guys have really stepped up and uh, you have tried to see how you can really survive and then transform yourself so in this whole process how did you mm, your team come up to your expectations and what were the few changes you might have to do to bring them bring them up to speed so a lot of different folks that i've worked with had actually lived through the 08 you know financial crisis as well so they'd seen some you know variation of it although this is nothing like no it so please don't compare the two uh sure. really what it was was the motivation was so often that we had a road map again that was so so elongated we have the unique opportunity to now become the big catalyst for change of an organization where typically IT is just more of a a service oriented role we had the unique opportunity to become at the forefront to save a business and to really ensure the business had breadth and length as we go through this because none of us knows at that time how long this was going to go for the motivation side was actually pretty simplistic believe it or not the fact that we saw dwindling sales and we saw our peers and we saw other parts of the industries um start seeing layoffs and start seeing you know just being decimated mm-hmm. the the motivation in and of itself just became inherent that we really could try to save our peers and our allies inside of our organization by leveraging some of the newer technologies that are out there again it also then meant we had to work a lot harder a lot faster with a lot less resources to do it and so it was all for one and that's how we actually we pulled it off and at the same time you know there's also incentives for them to do it as well because now they can put their name on a moniker of what they've done for a change for an organization that they can take as they go and build out their own personal and professional careers absolutely i think they are, they all uh, i think you transformed everybody into a change agent and they really stepped up so that's awesome so in this yes. whole process of the pandemic you also did uh, uh, change the organization so can tell a little bit about uh, the cke and um, you did change how was the change happened in the pandemic anything more about the cke restaurants so give the lay of the land of cke to all my global listeners yeah so cke owns and operates two major restaurant uh, brands which is carl's junior and hardy's uh, we're a quick service restaurant chain which means we have a drive through we also have walk up and so forth when the pandemic hit here Obviously the dining rooms I you would walk in and talk to a cashier and sit down unfortunately had to be shuttered or closed. Mm-hmm. We had the unique opportunity in the restaurant and hospitality that we had drive-throughs. So that actually was a big win for us moving forward because people can still enjoy the products in the comfort of their car. However, though we also had to change a lot of the different operational components with regards to being people safe. Splash guards, contactless handoff, contactless payments. as well as start in, inviting uh these third party delivery companies and really becoming a revenue stream for the operators because when you had an old business that had multiple points of data entry and for the purchase products and now you only had one i need to drive through you now have to think about different ways in order to exceed the consumer experience once again so hence integration with delivery partners doing curbside right curbside ordering curbside pickup but also making sure that it's safe Additionally also communicating that information through our social channels and our own website to really ex- ex- advise our clientele and our customers that yes we do take this seriously we do take the health of our employees equally as importantly as our customers and that really has been the catalyst for our change. Excellent excellent I know I think a lot of things have to be adopted in a very uh, small uh, window of time 
and then they have to be very crisp and slick to take care of the customers i mean it's a in general restaurant industry itself is very very customer service oriented so how is that um, transformed so are you still giving more customer service to your customers are they getting the same kind of a customer service anything changes in those areas i think they're actually getting better customer service recently some statistics came out and i forget the periodical mm-hmm. or the publication that said our drive through efficiencies and our customer service scores have actually increased most domestically and internationally um throughout the pandemic which is a great you know testament to our operations and and a restaurant to the future excellence teams in order to achieve this this these new milestones but also you know we've had to kind of relook at our landscape digitally and realize how we have to come out of this whether it be pandemic number 2 in a couple of years or what different avenues of technology can we leverage moving forward that will you know help future proof us in some sort of way so we can we can be ready for round 2 or round 3 down the line fantastic no that that's fantastic Uh, so in this uh, whole thing as you have done so many changes technologically and from the business side so what are the um, innovation perspective what are the new innovation things you have adopted from the technology and also the business so obviously here we need to really focus on a con- on a consumer journey and so here at Seeki we're overlooking our entire technological and digital roadmap whether it be new front end ordering systems whether it be new internal uh mechanics meaning equipment systems inside of the restaurants to exceed you know efficiencies and then most importantly whether it be like how do we deal with our workforce and our ever changing you know employees lifestyle how do we become a more flexible organization to support them during these really odd and, and frustrating times but at the same time you know still achieve our level of high success so the roadmaps we've had to take a step back and reevaluate them to put them more what they say bang for the buck we need to ensure that we're investing wisely and we're making sure we make the right technological steps to help to help further fa- build a foundation upon our brands so we can we can continue to grow and, and achieve our goals excellent excellent so are you using any kind of a latest technologies like ai right now or is it in your radar to use it or is it good <laughs> <to use> it? <laughs> I, i wish i could sam i wish i could go ahead and do it right now but i can't uh it has to be part of the the evolution for our, our brands in some ways we're very we're very uh far behind some of our competitors and so we realize that so we have to rebuild some of the foundational layers mm-hmm. in order to do that longer term absolutely whether it be new new leveraging of new data stacks machine learning artificial intelligence guest personalization all those key buzzwords that a lot of businesses have especially in our sector we will get there but we have to make sure that we take the right course of action to make sure it's it's number one it's, it's achieved but also number two it's achieved with a high level of excellence because if we don't do it right nobody wins including our consumer base so we want to make sure that we're taking the proper steps in, internally for it set up for success Yeah that that's fantastic and uh, I'm sure you know this restaurant industry is completely disrupted with many things happening but many industries around the globe also got disrupted especially in the supply chain so do you see because of those supply chain do you have any impact did you do anything any other new measures you have taken to make sure you have the continuous supply to make sure you have all the necessary items to feed your customers Believe it or not, I'm not very close to the supply chain here at CKE. Okay. Um I do know back at uh Godiva, we obviously had a, a worldwide supply chain 
you know, mechanics. And we were putting in, you know, global ERP systems, luckily mm-hmm. before the pandemic. So we could actually understand how product was flowing from, you know, supplier to vendor out to distribution channels. Here at CKE, I'm, I fully believe that the leadership on that side of the supply chain really has thought about this and has done, you know, the same kind of discussions with our broadline distributors to ensure that we have obviously product available to the restaurants now, but also other reserves in the future bearing any kind of, you know, whether it be a, uh, what's what I'm thinking of, an outbreak at a, at, a, at a plant or whether it be a supply chain distribution, you know, breakdown with flights again or trains, whatever it might be. The supply chain of our business, I'm sure, is on top of it completely. Mm. So coming, going back to your Godiva, so how was this Godiva supply chain issue? Uh, because the, you were there at the time when it really happened, right? I think uh, March, yeah. we all kind of came to know and then April and May were kind of like a two peak for this COVID. So how did you manage those material and all from the technological perspective? Really, it was really understanding what the supply and demand were, number one. But more importantly, was understanding what what was being produced and what was being stored, mm-hmm. and then what were so what were actually our areas of opportunity that we could actually move product to those regions as the pandemic spread around. A lot of Godiva's business was actually part of the you know the global trade retail business that was dramatically impacted. So shifting that supply chain model to the brick and mortar locations and or the restaurants in order to for them to still receive product or even vice versa, our own distribution channels, their e-commerce platforms was crucial to some of the success factors we saw. I know, I think, you know, previously all our projects were like, you know, one year long or two years long has to compress the days. <laughs> yes, very, very true. I mean, the, the benefit is that technology really was at the forefront for change. I mean, you and I are doing a Zoom call right now. I mean, just imagine if there wasn't a Zoom call right or any of these kind of video conferencing solutions but also more importantly i think the fact that we were able to adapt our workforce in a very quick manner to not come to an office be able to still be completely effective and efficient from home to still to still work as an organization and to still function is a big ted as a big testament to all the different it professionals out there that really had to step up to the plate and, and swing the bat with a bunch of unknowns ahead of us absolutely absolutely so in this pandemic, you have stepped up and you have done many changes into Godiva. Any innovation uh, from the technology you have implemented in that area? Uh, CKE is still is still relatively new. At Godiva, we had launched you know new e-commerce sites, new mobile ordering sites, integration with our point of sale systems for delivery, as well as some other larger enterprise you know resource planning products as well. Okay, 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 okay. Do you guys use any kind of IoT in Godiva? Uh, no, we did not. Okay. Okay, so um, what are the key takeaways uh, from this pandemic, uh, either in Godiva or in uh, CKE? What do you think from the uh, CXO leader where you stand? I, I think it's, you have to live the world of being agile. I think that's the number one part of the pandemic. Is you really have to make sure you, you set yourself up for success because at a moment's notice, anything will change, right? So you need to make sure that you have the breadth of knowledge to understand that how you can change Number one and number two is that when you have to change, you make the proper changes and reach and re-steer the ship in the right direction. I also think too that you have to take an inside out and really take care of your employees. I think this has really brought it home from a standpoint of we're not just employees anymore, we're actually team members and we're family members because we're all going through this together. We're often a lot of folks aren't. I think having that kind of mindset that number one, 
together in this. Number two, we'll get out of it. But number three, most importantly, I think at the same time, that we have to build our systems and our solutions to, you know, especially can future proof, like I said earlier, to achieve uh, a continuous improvement is going to be key. No, I think you <laughs> right spot on it because uh, employees are now became like a family and we are very much worried about their well-being. Uh, it's not only the employee who work with us, but it is also families of those employees. If one person has got because the COVID is so much contagious, it's yeah. not that you know somebody is sick okay we'll take care at home with this covid if somebody is sick at home with covid then even our employees also trace their families also trace so there is a lot of emotions goes around so it is very very difficult so i'm glad that you guys are treating like a family member and taking all the precautions so yeah. uh, we, we are and we're also setting up foundations inside of ck to help those families that are you know more impacted and so there's, there's employees giving to other employees in the foundations, you know, 501c3s, so people can get access to certain funds because again, it's a family to your point. Wow, that's excellent. So this is something uh, you guys have started because of this current situation or it has already no. been there, but you are directing most of those things for- No, this was, this was started because of the pandemic. Wow, wow. So the great innovation towards the family well-being of the employees, wow. Fantastic, yeah. that's awesome. So what are the other um, measures? Are you doing any COVID testing or anything, uh, precautionary measures uh, for all oh, the yes. employees who are going to be working? Because I think some of the people have to be there in the restaurant business, even customers may come to curbside, but somebody has to be inside to do the cooking, to make everything ready, right? So what are the things you are changing uh, right now? I mean, a lot, of, a lot of our industry obviously already had a uh, food safety as a top priority just because of dealing with products. But we've actually had to change the model, wearing glass, wearing, excuse me, wearing gloves, um, <laughs> wearing, wearing masks, right? Doing temperature checks, doing contact tracing, um, all those different above and beyond standardization we had from food safety now are in play because the last thing you want to do is have an issue. And we take it very, very seriously. Um, if something were to happen at a restaurant, they have their protocols in place to close them, clean them and ensure that we have the proper, you know, technological solutions in place, number one, but also number two, that we have the proper cleaning resources internally to ensure that the, the buildings are as clean as humanly possible with regards to the pandemic virus going around. Even in our offices as well, we do the same thing here with contact tracing masks, gloves, temperature checks, and so forth. I yeah, know, I think uh, this has become part of our life now every day, just like how you pick up your glasses and uh, your keys for the right you have to take the gloves <laughs> and everything. <laughs> The mask is a must. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not its not just anymore just washing your hands. I mean, a lot of the food and beverage industry has always been about cleanliness. Now it's cleanliness times 10 just because you have to, um, because it's still kind of unknown in certain ways, but number one, but number two, I think you also have to ensure that the consumer that's coming to you has to feel safe and realize that we're taking the proper steps as well to ensure their safety. Absolutely, no, very true. So I, I think the good news, at least uh, for a Christmas gift, what we can say is, you know, Pfizer and Moderna have come back with this mRNA vaccine and yes. some people have already taken. It seems to be working good. So keeping those, how is the roadmap looking for you from the technology and the business perspective for 2021? I mean, we're hopeful that with the vaccines going around the world, not just in the United States, that our industry and our peers are able to come back to where they were, you know, pre-pandemic. I think that also the consumer sentiment, now that there's hopefully a sense of relief 
that these vaccines are the light at the end of the tunnel, that they can start going back out and enjoying their lives and come out of their peripheral caves and their lockdowns and start enjoying, you know, which makes restaurants and our, our industry so amazing. Um, I think there's going to be continue to be more and more advancements in the medical field, um, especially when it comes to testing and rapid testing and more vaccines through larger organizational change in hospitals as well as pharmaceutical companies worldwide that hopefully squash this thing. So by 2022, you know, at the absolute latest, we're back to what it quote unquote normal in certain ways. In our industry, you know, our industry has been decimated. So hopefully all my peers and stuff can come back for sure. I know, I know. It's so much, you know, even as a family outing, at least once a week, as a family, we go out to for the, you know, a good dining experience. So, you know, restaurants are a cre- critical in building relationships, you know, every day because of this, we are not really traveling. Otherwise, we would have been on the road, we would have been with the customers or the vendors or the partners and most of the time, the happy hours or the lunches or the dinner. Yeah. Restaurants play a critical part in our day-to-day life. So we are all really looking forward to have that uh, some great experiences which we are missing since March 2020. <laughs> uh, I agree. I mean, I used to travel worldwide for Godiva and obviously we have worldwide operations for, for Carl's and Hardy's as well. And you're right, restaurants uh, are gathering places for friends and family. And it's kind of, you know, being a restaurant tour and a, and, a, and a techie at the same time, it's kind of part of your heart's missing it. And I can't wait for you all to get back. We can all raise a glass together. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So please uh, share uh, to all our global listeners, you know, how you and your friend have taken some new challenge to help this uh, local um, brick and mortar restaurants and other companies. So can you give uh, some uh, light on that? Yeah, so uh, a great friend, Helen Lau, with ClearPath, had started a, a challenge uh, with some small technology restaurant tours called uh, Step Up to the Table. And after doing so, it's literally gone viral. It's gone viral on LinkedIn, it's gone viral on Instagram and on Facebook. And now it's not just restaurant technologists that are doing it, it's restaurant executives, it's professional athletes, it's professional singers, it's a whole gamut of a variety of different parts of diversity of uh, our, our, what's the of, of our communities that are starting to get, are starting to step up and buy gift cards to support local businesses because without them you know the majority of our of our industry is going to be obliterated so with the challenge you buy a gift card uh you post at your favorite restaurant or retail outlet you post that video or image of the gift card and you hashtag uh step up to the table and then you challenge three of your friends to go out and do the same it's really giving back to the industry and it's kind of grown exponentially which is great i've been asked three different times myself and glad they continue to do it because they just support my brothers and sisters out in the restaurant industry and it's an amazing again an amazing thing that helen lau and the clear path team stood up and that they have their own foundation now so it's, it's amazing yeah I think, I think it's a hats off to helen for coming up with this idea and as we all uh, uh, can really witness when the idea is for a greater purpose you don't need any marketing or you don't need any viral, you know, it just goes viral without uh, doing anything much, just a word of mouth, because everyone will come to support if the cause is uh, big. And uh, I think I had stuff to Helen for doing, and we definitely love to uh, share this message and then we'll start doing, because, you know, the local business is very, very critical because we need to create a 
harmony and homogeneous atmosphere where we live you know it's all we need to bring back the laughs and giggles with the families and the friends and the local people and uh, bring back because there's so much uh, depression anxiety around the world because of this covid so at least this vaccine and these kind of a uh, a kindness acts will bring back at least some empathy in their lives and then smile on their face so thanks again phil for doing and please pass on our thanks to helen and we'll definitely uh, share this information because it is a global audience on my podcast i request everybody to uh, step up to the table and then do whatever you can in your local restaurants local business local retailers uh, help the brick and mortar companies to be better in their own field by supporting this absolutely i appreciate it thank you very much Yeah Phil I really appreciate for giving some great uh, uh, insights on this uh, restaurant industry so uh, do you want to share any final uh, uh, ideas which other CXO leaders in this industry or in this we can learn and adopt anything you want to share as a closing remarks Yeah you know, really not so much about the technologies it's just more about humanity let's continue to take care of one another um, I think it's which brought light out of this whole pandemic for all of us is that we are all in this together you know regardless and just to keep that in mind as we go through our life together i i think uh, you are really very kind and you have uh, said very nicely because technology is only helping but as a human being and as a leader we really need to step up and uh, help each other whether it is your job or not because the other day i was actually speaking with um, my, one of my other friend from transportation industry scott ellis so he was saying you know we don't have a one role in our company saying that it is not my job that does not exist <laughs> i think that we have to adopt as part of the entire global circle it is not my there should not be something that uh, it is not my job we have to just go proactively if you see something whether it is in your purview or not go and help because we all have to join hands together and we all have to unite together so it's a fantastic uh, afternoon and uh, i thank you for your valuable time and sharing great thoughts uh, phil and i wish you merry christmas and uh, happy holidays and at once happy new year we all are going into 2021 with a a great light in the tunnel with this vaccine i'm sure things will be much more better than how we welcome to 2020 so thank you again and stay safe and healthy thank you as well merry christmas happy new year to you as well